0: Hey, everyone. The It's All Journalism team wanted to remind you that we have an email newsletter where you can get all the latest news about our podcast. Go to our website, itsalljournalism.com, and follow the link to subscribe. And now, enjoy our latest episode.
1: They were also more likely to say that they're listening to all three kinds of news podcasts that we asked about. So something that explains a topic in depth, something that features a host talking about their opinions, and something that just summarizes major news stories. So all types of news podcasts, Black podcast listeners, were more likely to go to.
0: Over the last decade, podcast listenership has continued to grow year by year. But how much of that growth is in the news space, and what type of content are listeners looking for? I'm Michael O'Connell. This is It's All Journalism. In April, the Pew Research Center released a report examining podcasts as a source of news and information. While about half of Americans said they listened to a podcast in the last year, only one in five said they've listened to a podcast associated with a news organization. Shocking. Alisa Shearer is a senior researcher on Pew's news and information team and a lead author of the report. She's here to help us break down the report. Alicia, welcome to It's All Journalism.
1: Thanks, Michael. Happy
0: to be here. Happy to have you here. We actually spoke about, you know, I was gonna say a year ago, but it wasn't quite that it was last year, you know, as you were embarking on this study and this project, but tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get, you know, interest in journalism and research? How'd you end up at Pew?
1: Yeah, I have a master's degree in communication studies and social research from Georgetown. And like all nerds, always loved Pew and the work that they did and started working here in 2014. So I've been here for about eight years now.
0: Cool, I also am a nerd who likes what Pew does. It, they <laughs> always find out really interesting things in this, and the reports are, are really kind of eye-opening. So, you know, I remember when we spoke before, you're a podcast listener. What types of podcasts do you listen to?
1: I am a podcast listener. Right now, the one I listen to most is probably The Vergecast, another nerd thing. It's like, you know, The Verge, it's, it's like a tech policy reporting website and The Vergecast is their flagship podcast. So like 40% of podcast listeners, I regularly listen to a science and technology podcast.
0: So did it surprise you that maybe some of the things that you as a podcast consumer, you know, were sort of reflected in the report or, or were there, you know, wild variations?
1: I really enjoyed this report because podcasts as a platform is relatively new. It's not that new anymore, but, you know, considering we also studied newspapers, and television, podcasts is a relatively new platform and it's really broad and diverse. And so my experience is just one niche over here and seeing being able to research other Americans experience the topics that they're listening to the experiences they're having on there can be totally different from mine, which I think is really interesting.
0: Well, you know, our podcast is a news, you know, sort of newsroom or reporter focused podcast. And so, you know, we have an interest in, in how podcasts fit in that space, but, you know, I tell you, you know, having gone to conferences, having to talk to different types of podcasters, the field is so wide that when you talk to journalists or or broadcasters who are doing podcasts and are viewing it only sort of from a news perspective, I think they miss out, miss out on so much of the variety and, you know, innovative ways. Other people are using a platform that many broadcasters would say that we're doing it best because, you know, we come from radio. Anyway, that's me on, on one of my soapboxes. So what did you set out to find? You know, how did you go about doing it?
1: With our research on podcasts, we sort of looked at the available data and the other great research that's out there. We've been studying podcasts for a long time via our state of the news media report, which comes out every other year, which tracks more industry type data. We've been tracking the slow rise of podcast listening over time over the last decade or so with that data. So this report really wanted to go after looking at what Americans' experiences are on podcasts. There's a lot of great industry and market research data out there, but we really wanted to focus in on what people think about the news that they're getting on podcasts. What other types of information are they turning to podcasts for? Why are they turning to podcasts? What's their personal experience there?
0: So you had mentioned before podcasting being different from television and radio. You know, I think that's something that people don't always think about, especially from the news perspective. This idea that, oh, podcasting, you know, we can just take audio from a, you know, maybe from a, a YouTube video or we could take it from a radio broadcast and put it on another platform. But I always think of it as like movies and television. You know, you wouldn't say that they're the same thing. You under, You know, people understand that they're very different platforms. What was it that the listeners were saying about podcasts? What their consumption was and, you know, any other data you could share?
1: Yeah, a point of the the podcasts as a platform and like how to define it. I bet I think is interesting on the side is just, I think it's, I mean, you're right. Audio, there's lots of things they use in audio medium, not all of them are podcasts. Also podcasts, the name comes from people using RSS feeds to upload things, you know, that you can get on your iPod, which is technology never used anymore. A lot of people do listen to podcasts via YouTube too. And a lot, of, we know a lot of podcasts have a video component as well, just anecdotally. So I think it's really interesting to see how it's going to evolve as a medium. From the user perspective, I think a couple of things stand out about podcasts that make it different from a different platform. For example, one of the top reasons that podcast listeners say they turn to podcasts is to have something to listen to while doing something else. We call it just having diversion. The top major reason that listeners cited was entertainment. The second reason was learning. And then the third reason was that diversion reason. So I think podcasts are a little bit unique in the sense that presumably a website, at least if you're reading something or reading something on a newspaper, it's taking up more of your visual attention than a podcast will. So I think it provides more opportunity to be listened to on your commute while you're cleaning, doing other things like that.
0: I always viewed that and have talked to other podcasters about it, this idea that it's passive consumption. But what's funny is, you know, as long as I've been doing podcasts and long as I've talked to other podcasters, the idea that how an audience, you know, interacts with the host is much more personal than, you know, it would be for say like the TV news or maybe even, you know, a radio show or something. Was there any of that sort of reflected in the study?
1: We don't have comparative data comparing that sense to radio or tv we did ask folks if they had a main podcast that they could name and 61 percent of listeners wrote something in for us it was a broad long list of main podcasts nothing really rose to the top nothing got more than five percent of those respondents we then asked those folks if they could remember a main podcast and write something down we asked them how connected they felt to the host of that podcast A little over a quarter said they felt extremely or very connected, and then an additional 38% said they felt somewhat connected to the host of their main podcast. So there's at least some sense of connection there. I think that kind of parasocial relationship is definitely something we want to keep studying on a variety of mediums. Another interesting point about that sense of connection, it's not a question about connection, but one of the unique things about the experiences of people of different parties on the podcast that they listen to, Republicans and Democrats were about equally li- likely to say they listen to podcasts, about e- roughly equally likely to say they hear news on podcasts they listen to. But Republicans were a lot, they were even about equally likely to say they just, they trust, they expect the news they hear to be mostly accurate. But what Repo- where Republicans differed, Republican podcast listeners who hear news, they said that they were a lot more likely to say that the news that they hear is unique. It's not something that they would have heard somewhere else. And I think that speaks to some kind of seeing podcasts as like a a special place they can go. Another thing, Republicans were a lot more likely than Democrats to say that the news they hear, they trust that news more than what they get from other sources. So 46% of Republicans said that versus 19% of Democrats. Democrats were more likely to say, yeah, I trust the news I hear on podcasts about the same as the news I hear from other sources. Almost half of Republican podcast listeners who hear news said they trust that news more.
0: That's interesting, for sure. So, you know, when you were talking about the connection with their host, did you ask anything or get any information about connection to the point of supporting a podcast by subscribing or purchasing merchandise or anything like that?
1: Yeah, we asked a number of questions about different ways that people engage with podcasts. One of the unsurprising things, you know, half of listeners said they follow the social media account of a podcast or host, but there's more kind of direct or like high bar ways of engaging too. 13% of listeners said they paid for a subscription to a podcast. 12% said they bought merchandise. So not super high there. But one of the interesting things in that battery that I thought was that said they bought something that was promoted or talked about on a podcast, and 60% of listeners said they watched a movie, read a book, or listen to music because of something they heard on a podcast. So those really direct support and engagement actions are pretty low, but other ways that podcasts can kind of like influence your choices or your life, my favorite finding from that is that 36% of listeners said that they had made or tried a lifestyle change because of something they heard on a podcast. So that's like a third of listeners. I think that's pretty significant.
0: Yeah, that is interesting. Recently, and I'm not even sure if this report that I I read, and I'm not going to say what the organization is because I don't remember what it is. And I'm going to say something that's less than, yeah, less than positive about it. A news organization, and again, I don't know if they were basing this information on your report. By the timing of it, it sort of seemed that, and they were referring to the ease with which people could do podcasts as one of the contributing factors to you know misinformation getting out there which i don't think is what you're necessarily saying but i think they're trying to make a relation to the fact that more republicans trust whatever the platform is and just because you know anybody me included could just get a microphone and launch a podcast that that low barrier of entry was somehow you know seen in a negative light beyond what you just told me about uh republicans and democrats and what level they trust things did you get any sense about you know feelings of misinformation or you know the platform is being used as a tool in some way to spread fake news
1: no we didn't ask listeners about their sense of misinformation we did ask them about their sense of the accuracy of the information that they hear and The confidence level is quite high. 87% of podcast listeners said they expect the news there to be mostly accurate, the news they hear on podcasts. I think podcasts are unique when we ask that question because you're more likely choosing each podcast that you listen to with a little bit more intentionality than, say, something coming up on a social media feed that you didn't choose to follow, right? That's a lot more likely to happen than going to specific podcasts that you want to listen to. So that might be connected to that sense of accuracy, but the plurality of listeners, we ask them whether they trust the information they hear from podcasts more than the news they get from other sources, less or about the same. And the plurality 55% said they trust it about the same. So there's kind of this high level of a sense of accuracy and also rating it against the news they get from other sources. People are pretty equal or even a little bit more optimistic about the news they're hearing on podcasts.
0: So, and I mentioned this at the very beginning of the podcast about what people told you about if they were listening to podcasts associated with news organizations. Could you sort of tell me about that and sort of expand on it?
1: Yeah, totally. Americans' experience with news on podcasts, I would say two interesting findings is that two-thirds of podcast listeners say that they hear news discussed on the podcast they listen to. That's a lot, two-thirds, majority. But when we asked if they knew that any of the podcasts they listened to were directly connected to a news organization, only 20% of listeners said yes. 59% said no, 21% said not sure. Even if all the not sure folks are also listening to a news podcast that they're just not sure about, that doesn't match up with the 67% that say that they're hearing about the news on the podcast they listen to, which makes sense. you know. There's a lot of Commentary stuff. There's a lot of people who are independent, who might not be connected to a news organization, who are journalists who are working independently in the podcast medium. So there's a lot of news and information that's coming into people that's not coming directly from news organizations.
0: What type of podcast is getting the biggest audience?
1: Yeah, we asked about three types of podcasts that cover the news. This isn't expand, you know, it's not all encompassing, but three main ones that we know exist are podcasts that just summarize the major news stories of the day, kind of like a newsreader, right? Podcasts that kind of go in depth or explaining a topic or an issue in the news in depth. And then podcasts that feature a host talking about their opinions about the news, like really opinion oriented podcasts. We asked about all three of those and how often listeners listen to those podcasts. And what was interesting is that they're all kind of the same about roughly 20% said they really frequently listen to those types of podcasts a few times a week or more, and then roughly half or just over said that they kind of ever listen, you know, a few times a month or even less listen to those types of news podcasts.
0: And if you think about things like Jon Stewart and Stephen Colbert, which are news ish and humor ish, you know, people have developed an appetite for that, I think on various political points of view. So are they news? Well, you know, they report things, they tell things, but they're also done in an entertaining way. I think that podcasting can sort of hit that sweet spot. Well, what does this all say? You know, I'm a, you know, I run a radio station. I'm a multimedia producer. I, you know, I have a newspaper where I'm thinking about using podcasts to reach my audience, engage my audience, and draw new people to whatever my publication is. You know, what is this, you know, can you sort of make any sense of what this might mean in that perspective?
1: Yeah. I think that one of the major takeaways from this study is that it's a really broad and diverse platform. A lot of times when we talk about, you know, different news topics or something, one thing will pop to the top. That didn't really happen here. We asked about 12 different topics and asked listeners whether they regularly listen to podcasts about each of them. And I think nine of them hit 30% or more. And it's kind of like a long thick tail if you're used to graph language and there's a lot of demographic differences that are interesting within the people listening to those topics so you'll have kind of a niche audience over here listening to true crime another kind of niche audience over here listening to religion podcasts a different niche audience listening to race and ethnicity podcasts and they're all really interested in that topic but not necessarily listening to all of the topics available so I think there's space in the platform for lots of different specific interests. People listen for different reasons. All sorts of folks are listening.
0: Some of the big news podcasts, like the daily, things like that. I mean, did those sort of trend toward the the higher end of news? Were there people who were saying that when they were listening to news associated podcasts, there were things like that, or were they something else?
1: In the open-end that we asked when we asked folks what your main podcast is that was a super long tail nothing popped over like five percent of the respondents who gave us podcasts but the daily was number two it got two percent of respondents but it was number two so the daily it was um you can see this graphic on the report it's the joe organ experience the daily crime junkie dan bogino those are the the but again, like, you know, one or two percentage points. So even something that you think of a super huge podcast, people who think of it as like the main podcast they listen to, it's a very small proportion of the listeners that we surveyed.
0: Yeah. It's almost like sort of the old approach to magazines where you would go hyper specific on, you know, a running magazine. And so you're, you're selling ads to, you know, running shoes and, and things like that.
1: Yeah, and the calvin and hobbs cartoon i think he gets like a
0: bubble gum chewing magazine that's a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah but what's what's the subscription for that you know maybe a thousand maybe but you know those people want to get that news and i think that's one of those itches that i think podcasting scratches that you can get really hyper intense on something but the problem is from uh you know the broadcasting industry should we put money in podcasts when the ceiling is not going to be that high, that we're only going to be able to, quote, unquote, monetize or reach a small segment of the audience? But I think that's part of the problem. If it is a problem, I don't necessarily think it is a problem, the broadness of the podcasts that are out there for people to listen to. You, I'm sure your numbers would be very different if you know there were you know just 10 podcasting stations and you could sort of measure get more concrete ideas of what each of them was doing and how they were performing, but having such a, you know, millions of podcast episodes out there, it's, you know, again, it's part of the appeal is you can have a podcast about you or or your specific interest. So from a journalist perspective, if you want to reach that niche audience, podcasting is still a great thing to do. I did mention demographics as you did too, and you had done a follow-up report to the main report about the study involving how african-american podcast listeners differed when compared to hispanic and white listeners can you tell me about that
1: yeah one of the interesting findings that came out of this report was how unique black podcast listeners were specifically it wasn't just looking at a race break in general this focuses on black podcast listeners Between racial and ethnic groups, there isn't a lot of difference in who's turning to podcasts. Again, it's roughly half for white, black, Hispanic, and Asian American podcast listeners. But black podcast listeners tend to turn to a handful of more topics, specifically a lot more frequently than other podcast listeners. And they also say they turn to podcasts for slightly different reasons. Different reasons rise to the top among that group of listeners. So the topics that black podcast listeners are more likely than white and Hispanic listeners to turn to are race and ethnicity. 43% 43% of Black podcast listeners say they regularly listen to podcasts about race and ethnicity. Self-help and relationships is also up there. That's also over half. Money and finance, about half of the Black podcast listeners say they're listening to money and finance versus 25% of white listeners. These are pretty broad differences. Sports and health and fitness also. So there's a number of topics that Black podcast listeners were turning to more. They were also more likely to say that they're listening to all three kinds of news podcasts that we asked about. So something that explains a topic in depth, something that features a host talking about their opinions, and something that just summarizes major news stories. So all types of news podcasts, Black podcast listeners, were more likely to go to. And that might be related to the reasons. The reasons that Black podcast listeners cite, they're more likely to say they turn to podcasts to stay up to date about current events than other listeners, and they're more likely to say that they turn to podcasts to learn. Hmm.
0: And are they turning to podcasts that are specifically geared toward their audience?
1: I mean, don't ask specifically about that. If a podcast about race and ethnicity, uh, they're a lot more likely to turn to podcasts about race and ethnicity, but also something like self-help and relationships, money and finance. We don't know if that's like specifically made for a black audience or not.
0: Interesting. So just so that I understand that it's, they're listening to podcasts as a group more than the other two groups that you mentioned, and that these were the areas that they specifically were looking at.
1: Mm-hmm. And this is like taking into account age and like other demographics, like black podcast listeners specifically are more likely to do these things.
0: Well, let's talk about age. I mean, are black podcast listeners, are they adopting podcasts earlier? Is it sort of reflective of the other parts of the population?
1: You know, that's a great question. I don't know. <sighs> uh, we <laughs> At the last chapter of the report, I think talks about how different age groups in general are turning the podcasts. And I think it's really interesting, kind of a, Maybe not terribly surprising finding is that younger folks are turning to podcasts more frequently. You know, we see that with a lot of digital media, but it's not just that older listeners are less likely to do a bunch of things. Now, older listeners are turning to podcasts for different reasons. So, again, the older listeners are a lot more likely to say they're turning to a podcast to learn or to stay up to date about current events. A lot less likely to say that they're turning to podcasts for entertainment and a lot less likely to say that they're turning to a podcast to have something to listen to while doing something else. So maybe there's less of that multitasking going on there among older listeners. So it's not just that it's like a less frequent activity for older listeners. It's that older listeners portions of them are listening to podcasts and they're doing it in a different way than their younger counterparts, which I think is interesting.
0: Maybe not that surprising when you consider that many of the younger podcast listeners are are digital natives that, you know, they grew up, With being able to get all types of content on their laptops, on their phones, so you know, and certainly once you know the phone (laughs) that came into the picture, that kind of changed the distribution model for podcasting. So this is all fascinating. I, it's fascinating for the audience. It's fascinating for me because I'm in this space. Is there any other you know data bit that we didn't talk about that you think's worth mentioning?
1: I just think the findings that I'm most interested in that I want to continue studying is the large portion of listeners that are hearing about the news, even though, like we said, a very small portion are turning, say they turn to podcasts that are specifically connected to news organizations, and a large portion of listeners also say they're hearing specifically opinions about politics and government, so 54% of listeners said they at least sometimes hear those things, so within that news content they're hearing, presumably, there's a lot of, like, host opinion content in there, and I think maybe the long form nature of the medium lends itself to that more than other mediums. I just think that's a really interesting finding. So yeah, there's a lot of broad different experiences. There's a bunch of different topics that people are listening to, but at least half or more of listeners are hearing political opinion content specifically. I think is really interesting.
0: Yeah. And I think that's reflective of the YouTube host thing that people are listening to various political opinions via YouTube videos which are shorter, often, often shorter. Some of them are longer, but, you know, that's where a lot of people get their news. So from an audio news space, it's really, you know, if you think think of things like, you know, Rush Limbaugh and and just news shows, news and opinion shows on radio, you know, it's just fascinating. So what's next? You did mention that you would be interested in this one aspect that you want to sort of pursue. Is there going to be another report or is there be other study coming from pew on this you think
1: these handful of reports are just the first couple of reports on a broader study of podcasts that we're doing so stay tuned
0: okay well excellent there'll be a link to the reports and the analyses on our website Elisa, thanks for coming on the podcast
1: yeah thanks so much michael
0: you've been listening to it's all journalism a weekly podcast about the people who report the news You can find out more about us and download past episodes at itsalljournalism.com. While you're visiting our website, sign up for the It's All Journalism newsletter. To make sure you don't miss an episode of It's All Journalism, you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Amazon, and pretty much anywhere good podcasts are found. If you'd like to help us grow our podcast, like and share our episodes on social media. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It takes a lot of people to create an episode of It's All Journalism. Nicola Grisco is our audio producer. Amber Healy writes our web content. Amelia Brust is our booking manager. Steph Thomas manages our social media. Nick Dupre composed our theme music. Carolyn Bilefsky designed our logo. And I'm your host, Michael O'Connell. Thanks for listening. I got everything that you did. What happened when you were when talking is my cat, which I'm now going to take off of my desk because she decided that she wanted to play with the wires on my microphone. So hold oh, on. Oh, sure, sure.
1: Sure. Okay. <laughs> I didn't hear anything on your end. Like you know, weird sounds. Right
0: anything. <laughs> no,
1: no. no. I think you should keep this in for authenticity.
0: Oh my God.